This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is The Three Ps. So all the crazy stuff that I'm bombarded with all day in life, I realized and had a conversation with my boxing coach this morning that there is a massive deficiency in the way that we teach our youth. And I don't want to get too philosophical on what we do, but Kevin, my boxing instructor, coach, whatever, professional boxer that spends an hour with me every morning helping me hone my skills, Kevin is teaching his son and daughter about setting intentions to start each day. And setting, before you go to bed, actually having a plan for the next day with what you want to achieve. When are you going to get up? What are the things you have to get done? What are the things you want to get done? What do the timetables look like? And he's instilling that upon his children now. His daughter's 13. His son, I believe, is I believe is 10. I might be wrong. Forgive me if I am. Nonetheless, we're having this conversation this morning as I'm putting on my wrist wraps, you know, in and out of every finger. And we're talking back and forth of just the fact that, you know, Kevin is a early 40s gentleman. I'm mid-30s. This stuff was never taught to me in school. It wasn't taught to me by my parents. The whole self-help or Tony Robbins or this vertical and the way that I consumed information as a young man was different. It didn't exist like it does now. But the fact that it exists is almost meaningless if you don't instill it upon the youth or even right now instill it upon yourself. Maybe you're at the point in life where you don't have kids of your own yet. Maybe you're in the process of getting to that. But through that, are you living that way yourself? Like, what are the intentions you're setting? And I realized daily intentions are great. And eventually, I was taught in the, in the automotive sales world that you eventually reduce everything down to the ridiculous. You bring it down to such a finite detail that you can maximize the leverage of that piece of a negotiation. So I look at that as managing time. So when I talk about the three Ps, this is more in a strategic planning method to ensure your maximum success over the course of a calendar year, 365 days. I know for most of us, like, when is the last time you've set an honest one-year goal for yourself? Like, have you ever? Have you ever sat down and thought, one year from now, I would like to do this, whatever this is for you? And then not only did you come up with that goal, but then you backed into how to make that goal a reality and then took actionable steps day over day to ensure that it was a probability versus a possibility. For me, until the past two years, really year and a half, that hasn't happened. So what I don't do is walk through the process that I go through and hopefully find some application for you in setting those goals and benchmarks that are achievable. Now, I believe as we set goals and benchmarks for ourselves that they have to be in such a way that our current perspective of life, the current person we are today, would not be able to achieve these goals. That we would have to become a superior version of who we are in, in this moment in order to achieve it. Like setting a goal that you know you're going to hit, what the fuck is the point? Like it's, it's worthless to me. If I'm not expanding, if I'm not trying to become a better person, and then through that becoming a better person, it's essentially all for naught. This is much more than just money. So the, the three P's that I operate with are purpose, power, and then production. I am not the first one to come up with these. I don't know how many other people have come up with a variation. I mean, this is pieces and parts from Wake Up Warrior. This is pieces and parts from Jim Rohn. This is pieces and parts from Tony Robbins. This is, I can name endless people that have a variation of this. So I want to make sure to say this is not unique intellectual property for me. This is pieces and parts from multiple different areas that I've condensed down into something that I find value in. 
And so the first part of this, the first part of the three P's is purpose. Like, what is your purpose? Now, that used to be a super difficult conversation with me. The warrior coaches, the guys I would pay to help me, whatever it would be, they'd say, well, what's your purpose? And I'd be like, man, I don't know what the fuck my purpose is. Like, to make money and die? To be an ATM and a dick for my wife? To go out and chase women? To get big in the gym? Like, what was my purpose? Now I know my purpose. And I can say it with confidence. My purpose is to be an influencer that can help lead people to a higher version of themselves. In saying that, I'm not saying I know more than everybody. I'm saying I can share what I've done to become the person I am today and the things I go through on a day-over-day basis that make me relatable and achieve greatness inside of every day. So I know what I want. I know what I want to achieve. Through, through a certain amount of clarity associated with that, you'll end up finding power. It's really strange. Like when you figure out your purpose, when you can sit down and really figure out like, why am I existing? Why am I here? What, there's got to be more than this just living to die. When you figure out your purpose, this becomes way easier. You end up having power inside yourself. So this all starts to me with asking yourself a really philosophical question. What exactly would you do in the world at this moment if you knew that you could not fail? I think about that. Today, right now, what in the world would you go start doing if you knew you were guaranteed success at it? Let's factor out some of the things that you and I know we probably can't do. As a 34-year-old man, I probably cannot go play in the NBA. I probably cannot be the next Olympic 100-meter sprinting champion. There's some things that I don't care how hard I train and try, I'm not going to be able to achieve. But what I can do is influence and change the paths of people's lives. Now, it's one thing to ask yourself, what would you do if all bets were off? You know, if you could do anything, what would it be? If you knew you could do it and you wouldn't fail, if you knew you could do it and you would actually succeed, what would you go do? That's one set of series of questions to ask yourself. But then there's a pesky thing about how do you make money to provide a lifestyle that you want? How much of that goes into the factoring decision? You see, like this podcast for me has no monetization behind it right now. I don't know when it will. This is a labor of love because it ends up being the first door that swings open for me to walk through to get to the second one, which is publishing a book, which gets to the third one and public speaking, which gets to the fourth one of launching a website that has information and things to consume that have massive value to change the course of you guys listening to this podcast. But I have to assume in this moment that the amount of money that I can make doing this podcasting, changing people's lives is the exact same as I could make as a doctor, lawyer, dentist, digital marketer, NBA player. All money has to be the same. So as you're thinking, what would you do if you knew you were going to succeed? Also assume the fact that money that you're going to make from it is going to be enough to pay your bills and live the exact lifestyle you want. So where do you see this idealistic version of yourself in 365 days? Like what is it that you end up achieving? For me, again, it's my mission statement, whatever you want to call it, the things that I know that I will do in 365 days is I will impact a million people's lives with this podcast. There will be a million downloads of people that have consumed, a million unique downloads of people that consume this content, found value in it, shared it, and wanted more information. 
And from that, the more information of being a written book that takes the, the way that I live life, the pieces and parts from different sources that I've learned, and it turns into an actionable item that I can hand somebody. From that, I end up going on the road and speaking about the book and the podcast because they co- coincide with one another. During that time period, I have to launch a website that allows people that can't come to the events, can't come to public speaking, or can't afford a book to get information to better their lives because that's what this is all about. You see, I know I can't do those from the position I'm in now. My current self is scared shitless about that goal. How am I going to pull all this off? So I will have to elevate in 365 days to become a better person. Like That's the purpose, though. In order to really paint this picture for yourself for the success, I needed to describe it like in depth. How does it feel? How does it look? Who's around you when you're doing it? Go really fucking big on the details. Like really big. Like I have this seared an image in my mind, speaking from stage, holding, my, holding a book that I've written, wearing a blue suit with a white shirt and a blue tie. I can see maybe two to 3,000 people in the audience. I can see the screen behind me. I can smell a little bit of the stale, ale, stale air from like a conference center. I can peer down and see the people staring back at me, waiting to hear what's going to come out of my mouth. I can see my audio and video team over in the corner behind the computers, flipping the switches and making it so I sound the best that I can. I can feel the sweat underneath my armpits because I'm nervous. But I can also feel the excitement of knowing that when I get off stage, I'm going to have done something impactful. And I go deep on this. And not only do I think this mentally, but I eventually write it down, like massively in depth with great description. So I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. Like take your purpose, take what drives you, take what fuels you, go deep down this rabbit hole. Like 365 days from now, if you were doing exactly what you wanted to do and making as much money as you needed to make by doing it, what would that look like? What would it be and what would it look like? And write it down and get detailed. Who's with you? Who helps you? How do you achieve it? What happens? And see it. And visualize it in your mind. And that's a great first step. Like when you start to dive into what feels like your purpose, you might feel a little awkward. You might feel uneasy. You might feel knocked off kilter because for the first time in your life, you might be disassembling the confines that have dictated your life. There's no one to judge you. As you're doing this, you're doing this alone. You're doing this, take 35 or 40 minutes of quiet time. I don't care where it's at. If you have to go to the bathroom and close the door so people think you're you know, using the restroom and that's where you find your space and your peace, then go in there and do it. But really get deep with it. Now that you've written it down and you're holding it in your hand and you're reading back through it, I believe that we're all part of a universal oneness. And it's a crazy thing, but when you look at a bolt of lightning that strikes the earth, it's not that much dis- different and dissimilar than the way your neurons fire inside your body. Like that bolt of energy, that zap of lightning fires the same way your neurons do. It's really Im- incredible. So in my mind, we're all connected in some capacity. But for that, it's important to make sure that what you're doing lines up with your true subconscious self. Call it your intuition. Call it God. Call it Buddha, call it Jesus, I don't care who it is, but there's some force that comes into all of us, in my opinion, that helps guide where we're going. And so just because you wrote things down and you imagine in your mind that it could be possible, because again, if your mind can see it, your body can achieve it, how I live my life, 
then it's imperative for you to sit down and really visualize and work through with your eyes closed after you've read what you want to achieve to work through what that really feels like. Does it align organically with your body, with your spirit, with your soul? You know, if, if for some strange reason, I mean, as guys, we all used to joke in, in college, like, it'd be great to be a porn star. Like, how, how awesome would that be? And you could write down that that's what you want to do. Like, it doesn't really matter what the thing is. When you close your eyes, does that fill up your cup? Does that feel like where you want to go? If the answer is yes, keep going. If you know it's probably a little off kilter from where you really feel energetically aligned, you probably should start over. I'm going to assume that your intuition, just as mine does, tells me I'm going on the right path. It tells me that this vision I have of myself 365 days from now that I'm living this completely unrecognizable life to who I am today, that I've expanded and become so much better at everything that I do, that I'm now speaking from stage, holding my book that I've written, I'm going to assume that that is going to energetically line up and make you feel great. It, that's my version. It makes me feel great. And to make me feel great, I know I have to now go and do it. Not a little bit. Not some half-ass like, oh, I'm going to kind of get around to it. I have to do it. But you have to get really specific now with what you're going to do. So now that you've written down the high level and you've worked down into some of the details and you visualize it, you've closed your eyes, call it meditating, call it whatever, but you picture it and it makes you feel good inside and warm and nervous but excited, then it's time to get super specific. And what I wrote down earlier in the week was I want to be a known influencer who is helping millions of people increase their capacity and capability by writing books, speaking from stage, have an online tutorial that they can share with others. Be descriptive of what that really feels like. Be descriptive of, of that part of your life. No high level stuff. Like I could have just said, I want to be someone that's known. I guess that's true. I'm not doing it so people know me, but that would be an entry level way to say this. Or you can peel back the onion and really get des descriptive with it. You have to get descriptive. Then once you get descriptive with it, you have to understand why you want it. Like if the sole reason you want it is because you want more money, it's probably going to fail because there's going to be a long time before the money actually comes. Like there's no part of what I just described that is based around the monetary facts that come behind it. I truly want to walk around and have people greet me and say, thank you. You changed the way that I looked at X. I saved my relationship because I stopped doing the dumb shit you used to do. We did the same stuff. That's the part that matters to me. None of this is about the pursuit of income. I know eventually the income comes. That's how it works in the world. When you follow your path and your purpose, the income eventually follows. The prosperity can't help but find its way to you. So if you don't have a strong enough why, if you don't have for me to impact people and to change the world and have people stop me on the street, if my why is not big enough, it's eventually going to fail. Like I said all the time, if, if your reason's not strong enough, and it's, it's just going to stay for a season. It's not going to change your life. It's going to be here for just a, a quarter of the year. Because it's easy to fall back in old habits and old patterns. At this point, as I'm writing this stuff down for myself, I start to get a little nervous, admittedly. It's like, holy shit, am I really going to do this? Like, do I have the, can I even imagine the person I have to become with the capacity to achieve this? 
how likely is it that I can do this? And some of that lizard brain self-doubt starts creeping in. You have to block that shit out immediately. Like, this is your time to shine in your own light. You're the one that decides if the shit can happen or not. Nobody else. Don't be scared of your greatness. If you're not a little afraid of this, you're probably not growing to the level you're capable of. Like, it should be a little uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. And when you're thinking about this, it should require massive change to get there. In order to create that massive change that's meaningful for yourself, for me, it has to be bigger than just me. Again, meaning it can't be about the money. It can't be because I need to be known for egotistical reasons. It has to be for a global change. It has to be for an initiative that's bigger than myself. For me, it happens to be a global basis. This podcast is downloaded in 166 countries right now. I know there's people all over the world that have messaged me that something has impacted them. I know I'm on the right path. It's way bigger than just myself. There will come a time and a date and a place where there's somebody else that eventually starts a podcast and shares messages based off what they learn from this and my book and my training and my shit that comes along with it, and they start their own. And it grows. And the thing will be much bigger than just me. This 15 minutes to freedom, this podcast, the, the things that are associated with it will carry on a lot longer. There'll be a legacy attached to it. And so now that I have the purpose part of this all dialed in, I feel very empowered. Like in this moment, as I've written all this down, I've went through these steps, I'm in personal power right now. I feel on fire because I'm like, fuck, I got this. Like I've psyched myself up. I can imagine what it feels like to be wearing that tailored custom suit with the white buttonhole next to my hand that all the buttons are functional. It's a two, two button, but it's a three piece suit. Like I can see it. I know how it feels. I'm there. I am in power. Just as you will be when you do this and you align yourself the right way. So now that you've found the power, you have to move on. You have to take massive action. You have to right now go start getting shit done. And no, this episode's not over. You have to go. It's not enough to write down some shit on a sheet of paper and say, okay, well, I'm going to manifest it into reality. I'm going to make it happen. There has to be daily action items. But imagine right now, again, this, this example that I'm sharing with you, that I've actually done all these things. That a year from now, I can look back and it's like, man, I got all this. This all happened in the past year, as it will for me in my life. But I will then have to reverse engineer how I made that happen. Because it's great to have the goal, but you have to have the actionable steps behind it. And you have to get specific on what that looks like. See, for me, I know I have to break it down into four specific goals, like one a quarter. So my goal for this quarter is to make sure this podcast hits a million downloads in a month, a million unique downloads in a month. That is going to take a bunch of extra work. You're going to take promotions, might take some advertising, you're going to take bringing some guests on, changing the format, increasing the amount of episodes. There's things that have to go on, increasing production quality, traveling, that's part of this. That's one thing that has to happen in a sequential order this quarter to make it a reality. The next quarter, what has to happen is I 100% have to have my book written and get into publishing because I have to be able to take it to market. Amazon bookstores, digital distribution, you guys on the podcast, the book has to be written, edited, artwork picked out, everything ready to go, publishing house, the whole deal. It has to be done. The quarter thereafter, I have to have an entire quarter booked up with public speaking events. That doesn't mean one event. 
That doesn't mean a total of, okay, well, I spoke once, it counts. No, in a quarter, in three months' time period, I have to have, in my opinion, seven public speaking events booked that I go to, that I show up at, and I grow my knowledge, and I grow my skill set, and I share from stage, and I talk to people, and I have that book in my hand. Then the final quarter, in the final part of the year, I take the digital assets that I'm discussing and I turn into an online portal that takes aspects of the book and creates action items and teachable doctrine that will change how you view the world. That's fucking specific, right? Now I have a a roadmap that's going to get me there. But I know that because I've been in the marketing world. I know that because I've been associated with people that have written books. I know that because I've been able to ask a bunch of people questions. How can it be possible? There's a good chance as you write your stuff down, you're probably not going to know every step to get you to where you want to get to. That's part of the process, really. Part of the process of how all this works is finding your own flow, finding faith in yourself and just going. Trusting in the fact that your newest, best version of yourself that keeps growing day over day is going to get you to your goal as long as you keep working. And as long as you keep working and you take those goals that you've come up with, take the, take the year-long goal, reduce it down to the ridiculous, start getting down to the quarterly goals. Write them on a calendar so you see that by this date, at this time, this thing has to be done. Put it on a calendar. Make sure it's seen. And eventually, once you have these things written on a calendar and it becomes visual, I'm going to encourage you to find someone that's massively impactful in your life. Someone that you know has your back. Not, not the naysayer, not the motherfuckers are going to say, like, are you crazy? You can't get it done. But show them your calendar and your schedule. Have them be your accountability partner. Not because I believe you need secondary accountability. This shit's only going to work if you're personally accountable to yourself. But if you follow this and you show it to somebody else, it makes it really real then. It should make you, again, a little uncomfortable as you show it to me, like, I'm going to do this shit right here. Just it makes me sound crazy saying this on this podcast. I know it's going to happen, but I know it's so far out of left field. It's like, man, is this guy crazy? Yeah, fuck yes, I am. Just as you should be crazy. Your goal should make people question your sanity. Now, the next part of this, now that you have a goal, so you have a purpose and you have power, You have to get into the productions. You have to start getting into actually doing the work. But the biggest thing that holds you up from doing the work, to me, is some sort of level of an excuse. Right? You've spent the past 45 minutes or an hour coming up with all this great shit. You're amped up. You're ready. And then the world's going to start kicking you in the teeth. And so you have to think of all the things, all the excuses as to why you can't make something happen. So you pivot. You go from this place of great power and excitement into this doldrum of shit. And you go deep into it. Like for me, why couldn't I achieve what I, what I want to achieve? Well, because people don't listen to podcasts. Because I don't know how to write well. I'm not good at English. I don't know how to spell. Like go just as deep as you did with itemizing what you want to achieve. Go just that deep on itemizing why you're not going to achieve it. Make that list fucking long. Come up with every excuse you can possibly think of. Think of all the naysayers, all the assholes that always talk you out of doing the shit you want to do. Think of what they would tell you. Write all of it down. But write it down on a two-column format. So after you write it down, leave some space on the right-hand side of the page, and then write down what your rebuttal could be. What could it actually be to change that outcome? Come up with 
all the answers to the problems before the problems have presented themselves. There's power, again, in knowing the answer to the question that hasn't arisen yet. And you have the answers inside of you. What happens to most of us is in the moment you get so consumed with the shit that you forget the answer. And society and the world beats you down and they're like, you can't do that. You're not going to be successful. Are you crazy? And you start to listen to that shit. And it stops you. But if you had the answers, if you had the cheat sheet in your hand to the test, and the minute you heard that, you could just flip on the cheat sheet and be like, oh, yep, I've got that excuse. I'm going to fix it by doing this. And you could take action still consistently that day to reposition your frame and increase your power. Would you or would you not be more successful? My answer is 100% of the time. It's just pre-planning just that little bit extra. So you end up getting out of your way in advance. Like you fixed as many issues as you can before it starts. Now the tricky part. You know, you've, you've written everything down. You've planned what you want it to do. You know how you're going to get there. So you, you've done the, the purpose and the power, and now you have to get in production. You have to start actually doing the work. And this is the last place where you're going to get hung up. Like how do I become an effective public speaker? I can't really just wing that one. I'm notorious for just winging shit. And I feel very comfortable speaking. Doesn't bother me at all. But as I get to that evolution, as I get to that quarterly production, I'm going to have to hire a coach. I'm going to have to find someone that specializes in public speaking that teaches me how to do it more effectively and efficiently. And I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing for your goal. It's going to be uncomfortable spending some extra money. None of us have thousands of extra dollars typically sitting around to pay for coaching. But what is the cost of not paying for coaching? Let's assume I get to that part of my quarterly goal and I'm ready to start speaking from stage. And I've not practiced at all. No one's taught me anything. And so I show up. I'm on stage. And I just bomb it. I feel good about what I did, but realistically, I know the message wasn't impactful. And word travels through that community. Maybe the six speaking appearances that I booked whittles down to four because no one wants this jackass that doesn't commit, doesn't communicate, doesn't touch the audience. Nobody wants that guy. How impactful is that to not have that be a part of life? What's that really going to cost me long-term? A hell of a lot more than paying somebody a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks to coach me. And with all the online digital resources now and all the people that have credentials that will gladly help you out, there's no excuse for you not to get a coach. For whatever it is, find somebody, maybe they're not even a professional coach, Maybe they don't offer a coaching business, but find someone that you see the success that they've achieved and you wish to emulate it. And if you can emulate it, if you can essentially talk to them and have them help you copy their success, the whole success leaves clues, find someone that's successful, have them teach you so you can grow from it. It's going to shorten down your learning curve. It's going to make you more successful much more quickly. These things together end up being the three P's. Finding your purpose. Establishing power wrapped around your purpose and then dialing in production associated with that purpose and power. So imagine your own life right now, how much different you would feel a year from now if you actually did this shit that I'm talking about. If you stopped working the dead end job that you don't like. You set that goal that you know a year from now you're not going to work this job and you're going to do exactly what the fuck you want to do with the next evolution of your life. Whatever that is. 
Imagine how impactful it would be to know a year from now, you're going to have the body that you've been searching for for as long as you can remember. You don't have the spare tire anymore. Maybe you've added an extra half inch to your arms or you can run an ultra marathon. Whatever your thing is that you've created a path to get you there because all this stuff is not just business related. This whole mindset, this goes all the way across everything, across your business, across your relationship, and across the way your body operates. It's all of them. And then same thing with a relationship. Imagine a year from now that you want that committed, phenomenal relationship. So what are the steps you have to take to start getting there? Probably number one is deleting your fucking Tinder account. Deleting Bumble, deleting all the stuff that just consumes your time and takes you out of power to eliminate you from having the opportunity to get to your goal. And if you're able to take these pieces and parts and combine them together, come up with a plan, strategize about it, and execute on it, you'll find out in a year from now, you will have been able to get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.